So welcome to episode one of Realty Caffeine's podcast. This is Jerry Robertson, and we're going to get started doing this with a short introduction to me so that you know who you're talking to. Why should you listen to me? And, and I think part of the story has to go back to the fact that I'm a recovering engineer. I wrote software for 25 years. I worked for a company starting in 1978. I started writing software for them and, and doing different things back when software really wasn't a big thing. And in the process of doing that, I had to travel. I was gone more than I was home. There were times I was home four days a month. And that was probably the worst part of it. I hated being gone from my family. So I think it's important to understand that and and to know how much that affected me over the course of those years. I was always looking for something else to do and struggling with making the leap, doing something different. And I've got a story in my history that started in 2003, and I'm going to share it. I think it's one of those stories that is based in faith. It's an actual experience that I had, and I think it matters because it is how you move an engineer into real estate, and that seems like a very odd thing to do. So I was in Shreveport, Louisiana, working at the General Motors truck plant over a weekend in March of 2003. And I remember this like it was yesterday. I had to spend the weekend in the the area. I had to be in the plant first thing Monday morning so you don't get to go home on those weekends and you just kind of chill. You don't have anything to do really, but you're just kind of hanging out. So I rented a motorcycle. I've ridden a bike since I was 15. I've always ridden Hondas, and in in most cases, you can't rent a Honda. They don't rent them. So I rented a Harley-Davidson, and 2003 was their anniversary year. I had a 100-year anniversary edition of a Heritage Softail. Kind of a fun bike, although I, I didn't enjoy riding it as much as I enjoyed riding my Honda, but that's not really where the story's going. So... I was supposed to meet my friend, Steve. He was going to meet me at the hotel at eight o'clock and we were going to go for a ride all day. We were supposed to leave early and be gone all day. And he didn't show up and I called him and he said, well, I had to go on the plant. And you know how that is. You get in the plant, you can't get out. So he was stuck there for a little while, but he was going to get out. So I walked across the parking lot to get a cup of coffee. I was staying at a red roof inn and the coffee was in the lobby. So I walked in and I was the only one in there. No one else was in the room and I'm getting a cup of coffee and I got this really odd, I'll call it a thought because it really, it wasn't an audible voice. I don't hear voices, but I did have this really out of character thought that said, get two cups. And I looked around and there's nobody else in the room. And I'm like, why would I get two cups? And I just got one and I, you know, put a lid on it. I walked outside and a woman in the parking lot across the way yelled at me. And she said, if I'd have known you were going to get a cup of coffee, I'd have told you to get me one. So I just chalked it up and I said, well, yeah, I probably should have gotten two cups knowing what was going to happen now. But I walked over and I gave her that coffee and We chatted just briefly and I walked back into the office and I got another cup and I thought as I'm, as I'm drawing that cup out that 
I missed something. I missed a blessing somewhere along the way. And about that time, Steve showed up and we got on the bikes and off we went. We spent the day riding motorcycles. I went into the plant on Monday. Everything started up fine, which was pretty typical for my stuff. And my engineer said, you know, he wanted me to stick around overnight and I could leave Tuesday morning if he didn't need me. And, you know, that's what we did. So I hung out, loaded up the pickup truck on Tuesday, and I started driving from Shreveport back to Atlanta. Now that's a 10 hour drive. And my driving habit tends to be in silence. I don't run the radio. I don't listen to, you know, CDs. And, and, you know, back then it was just me in the truck and listening to the sound of the wheels on the highway. And I'm in that, that constant, for me, it was a constant whining mode to God. I, I would talk to him and I'd say, what else can I do? You know, where, where else could I make the kind of money that I make? Where else can I have a business like this? Cause I was already self-employed at that point. I had a business and in the silence, that same voice, that one that said, get two cups, that again, not an audible voice, but a, a, a thought, but it wasn't like it was from me. And it said, did you ever think about real estate sales? And I was just dumbstruck. I, I, I sat there driving the rest of the time. And, you know, to say that it was such an out of character thought for me, because I really never had considered being in sales. Although part of my history, I, I have had opportunity to do selling and the current partner, business partner that I had worked with most recently had been vice president in charge of sales of the Pacific Rim for a multinational company. And he and I had worked together and he always said to me, you're the best sales guy I've ever seen. And he meant that I connected well with people, that I related and I, I communicated. And that was true in my history. I was always the engineer the salesman came to get to go talk to the client. And that got me all over the world. I, I traveled all over Europe and North America, Japan and Australia. And, and I got to some really cool places, but I never really considered myself a salesman. But at that moment, as I had that thought, have you ever considered real estate sales? I really never had, but on Wednesday, after I got home on Tuesday night, I, I told my wife, I said, I'm going to get my real estate license. She thought I was out of my mind. I, I went to the office, to the MLS office, and I got the CD and, and all the stuff that you needed to get a license. And I took the course. And in Georgia, that's a 75 hour course. And honestly, when you do it online, it takes longer because of the way they structure it. But I was done the end of June, took the test, got my license, um, talked to the real estate agent that helped me buy my house in Georgia years before. And Monica said, you've got to come meet, you know, the team leader at Keller Williams. And I did. Um, and I joined KW at that moment. And, and in 2003, it was, you know, Keller who no one knew who Keller Williams was. Um, and this is not a, an ad for Keller Williams. I'm just saying that's where I've been for 17 years. I did switch offices, but we'll get to that. The, um, 
but the the transition of getting to be a real estate agent you know that that's the story and that's how i got to be a real estate agent and there's a lot more to it when we get into how how i ended up working by referral from the beginning i never did make a cold call i've never called a for sale by owner i've never called an expired listing i've never knocked on a door for a lead i've never made a cold call and i'll tell that story and and you know what what caused me to operate that way but i just wanted to start out with that introduction how how does an engineer who's probably quite a bit introverted get to be a real estate agent and that's that's the story so um and then one other explanation realty caffeine is the name of this podcast and it's also the name of my company and it comes from um something i'd seen there was a newsletter i'd been reading uh pretty consistently it was called sales caffeine and i thought well that's pretty cool let's see if realty caffeine's available as a domain for the internet and it was so i have realtycaffeine.com and if you go there that's you'll find my real estate website my say where i'm a, an agent um the the site for the training and and the stuff that i do that's related to this podcast is at jerryrobertson.me and the realty caffeine thing connects with me because coffee is a big part of my life i've led a coffee ministry at my church for probably 15 years we started out with a single coffee cart and i was the guy that was there at eight o'clock in the morning making coffee for the volunteers and i served coffee all morning and we had other volunteers but i was the lead and our church opened a new campus we opened a big campus and we expected 2500 people a service and we expected to have three services and with all the kids we ended up with about 10000 people and leadership you know the, the leaders came to me and asked me if i would lead the coffee ministry and i i said what does that look like and they said we have no idea we don't know what we're doing we we know what we want to do and what they wanted to do was make coffee and give it away and we didn't know how much we were going to make we didn't know how much we were going to have to give away we didn't know anything we didn't know anything so i started that ministry and ended up leading a staff of volunteers we had at the peak we had about 80 people that were on the team I'd have 40 on any given Sunday and we switched them back and forth but I became the coffee guy. In fact, the executive pastor came up and gave me a name tag. It said Jerry Robertson, Chaplain of Caffeine. So, there's a connection between real estate and caffeine for me. And that's where the name comes from. So, This is short. I'm going to keep it brief this time. So, I just wanted to make that introduction, tell that story so that you know who you're talking to, who's talking to you. And by the way, you can talk to me in if you're at anchor.fm and listening to the podcast there, you can click a button and you can leave me a a message and and tell me maybe tell me your story. How did you get into real estate? If you keep it short and I can include it or maybe we can do an interview and I can have you on the show and we can tell people how you got into real estate because 
you know now my story. So that's it. I appreciate your time, and we'll be back in another episode. So thanks for listening.